episode 55 of Cue the Duckboats podcast, brought to you in partnership with Inside the Rink. How you boys doing today on this beautiful Thursday? It's actually, for the first time in a while, it's pretty like warm in Rhode Island today. It's like high 40s, pretty happy with the weather. How are you guys doing? I mean, it is uh, kind of cold and rain, sleet, snowy where I'm at, so kind of bleak and gross, but... We're recording right now, and there's going to be a Bruins game on to follow it up, so it can't be that bad of an evening. Agree to that. Amen to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't too bad out here. It's a little wind, as always, but sun was shining. I'm loving this whole uh, sunset later at night, so when I get off at oh. work at 530, it's like actually light out, and I'm like, so nice. Just do don't want to wait to bed. This weekend, we set the clocks forward. Yeah. Back. Forward or back? Spring. S- spring forward. ahead. Spring ahead. spring ahead, but it's not spring. Fall back. Is it? It's spring. It's spring. Spring ahead. Spring. We're setting spring. the clock ahead. Great. Not great, according great, great. to Puxatawney Phil. Screw that guy. Screw that guy. He didn't see a shadow. Liar. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad for the nice weather. I'm ready. Golf season's coming upon us. I my coaching schedule slows down a lot now, so it's nice. I have more time to just relax. Hockey. Being a hockey coach, even at the U8 level, is pretty labor intensive. Definitely have a lot of nights of the week I've spent in a hockey rink, so I'm happy to kind of switch into nice weather mode, that's for sure. Um, I don't know, you guys got anything else before we jump into that dirty water? Any other housekeeping? Hey, uh, Kevin, I have a question for you. Yeah, an answer. <laughs> What's your number 55, baby? Ooh, Johnny Boy Chuck, baby. Johnny Rocket. Oh, God, what a shot he had. I mean, he would step into the puck and it'd be like, oh my, when you'd see him on a go. Definitely the number 55 that comes to mind for me. Connor, do you have another one or no? I mean, you could have thrown in, I think, what was it? Nolachari was 55, right? Yeah. And Jeremy Lausanne, but... Oh! Bruins legend Jeremy Lausanne. Fun fact, let's do a little hockey history. Jeremy Lausanne was taken in the expansion draft by the Seattle Kraken. He no longer plays there, so that didn't he last. Plays he plays for the Nashville, Nashville Predators. In yeah. Nashville Predators now. And speaking of the Bruins, let's get into that dirty water. So the first topic we have in here tonight, I'm going to let one of you two announce because I don't know what it is. I think I've just been so busy at work, I generally don't know, Kev, so you step in here. No, that was more Connor. I know he had mentioned it in our group chat, so... What did... What, did something... Oh, happen? I I just quickly mentioned it because I saw it briefly on Instagram, uh, but apparently Linus Olmark's, uh, one of his dogs, passed away. Oh, it's terrible. I know... Damn, that sucks. It's never and, easy to lose. No, 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 definitely. Condolences to Linus, and I heartbroken i'm absolutely heartbroken oh man that's terrible I'm just reading the post now i i'll tell you one thing that i do know is i know that linus is honoring his dogs i think in a new mask so i think that'd be really cool it's gonna be really cool i'm sure he he's gonna i guess have that memory with him forever but is that the one yeah, he's wearing tonight i think so i think he has a new mask tonight i i yeah. heard i don't know how true it is but it features his dogs on it so I, I wonder if that was like he knew it was coming and it was an ode to his dog or something like that but I think all three of us are dog owners. We definitely say dogs are part of the family. So definitely uh, sorry to Linus. I'm sorry I didn't know about that. Um, Bruins additions making an impact. I think this is something that just really speaks to how good Don Sweeney actually is at his job. And I, I've stereotypically 
talked a lot of shit about Don Sweeney. I'm also a guy who, I'm a hand up when I'm wrong guy. Hand up. I've said it a couple times now, but Sweeney has the pulse of this team, and he is a wizard at the trade deadline. There's really not much more you can say about it, but Orlov, fitting in great. He he could be Bobby Orr's distant Russian cousin. Like, I, I don't know. He really could be. Garneth Hathaway, going in there, grinding it out. He's a guy who's going to put his nuts on the line, and he's going to keep going to the crack. You know, he, he's, a, he's a guy that I really like in that role. And then Bertuzzi looked great in game one. He controls the puck way better than I thought he did. Did you guys notice that? Like, he just... Right, he and his passing, and that was Great one thing. Passer. That was one I'm thing on trade the deadline day when I was watching the ITR stream. Our buddy Garth Wickham from the Production Line podcast, he was asked about Bertuzzi coming to the Bruins and what he brings. And one of the things is Bertuzzi's ability to pass, go into the corners, get the puck out, and just keep the play going. And I think that was perfect. We saw in uh, Bertuzzi's assist. It's just that's what he has that ability. Yeah, yeah. Ryan did got around the side back in Gretzky's. And one thing, nice pass. Yeah, and one thing I love about Orlov. Um, you playing with that chip clip while you're talking? Yeah, my bad. Sorry, I got ADHD. So, but um, no, with Orlov, I don't know if you saw like for the power play, uh, Montgomery's got Orlov on the first power play, and then rolling out Lindholm and McAvoy on the second, testing things around in practice. Um, because you know like that power play, it's had that little skid recently. Does that concern like, you? Yeah, it it does. I mean, it especially I mean, after what we saw last year. I'll let Connor get Connor. You want to give? How they went what oh for like forty five last year. Let's um, I'll get I'll get into the power play. For sure. I mean, I feel like I want to, but at the same time, I honestly haven't seen any of the games since these nah, players have started. So no, they don't. Um, they've all looked great. Yeah, Orlov is a beast. Like. Yeah, you're watching the game tonight, Connor, on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, I plan on it, but uh, as you might uh, hear while I'm not muted, uh, my There's children are being animals tonight, so uh, let's yeah, we'll see what happens. Mayhem in the green household. Yeah, no, um, it does worry me. I heard a stat the other day that, it, guess, you know what, I'll ask you guys the question. Guess who these two teams are. One team is 12-3 and three in their last 15 games. They're like 24%. Scoring on their power play, the other team is twelve and three and is eleven percent on their power play. Who are the two teams? Edmonton and Boston. Wrong. Carolina and Edmonton. Wrong. Boston's one of them. Other Atlantic Division team who's gone twelve and three and but they're scoring at a twenty four percent, twenty four point something percent on the power play. Toronto. Wrong. New Jersey. Ottawa. The Ottawa Senators. Ottawa. Firing. In pushing. I know you don't expect. I was like, "What?" When I heard that it was Ottawa, I think it was either thirty-two thoughts or spitting chiclets, and that no one else guessed that it was Ottawa. It's like, what the hell? It's like, yeah, no, because I saw that whole thing. Fire. Not, not that, but it was just a stat. So I think the Bruins are seventh in the NHL in power play percentage, but over their last that stretch of games, they're only going at twelve percent, which is worse than the. I think it was the Islanders who have the or Philadelphia who has the worst power play in the league at like fifteen percent. So it's like right now we're playing worse than the worst team. So something's gonna change, and I hope Orlov like for everyone let's watch the Bruins. Orlov's shot is just it's a rocket, it's a hammer. Dude just lays into that. And it's like it's insane. Yeah. But, so my my thing with that is like I I talked to my dad about it. Jim can have his weekly shout out right now. Shout out Jim. Shout out Jimbo. Um. The I. I uh. 
What was I thinking? So I was talking to him today. I, I think that Orlov being there will open up Pasternak so much. Like, I think I think that because you have to worry about his shot. So if you're worried about him, you have Bergeron in the bumper, you have Marshawn who can sh- shoot low top shelf. Pasta's going to have to have a little bit more space over there than... Sadly, like a Krejci, a McAvoy, they don't they don't have that booming shot, so they just don't open it up. They're both dynamic players, so I think that Orlov really changes that, and that's super helpful. Right, and talking about Orlov too again, like even though he has that shot, if you watch him, like his first goal, the dude can move with the puck. He has that little finesse, like you love to see that. So I like this. I'm happy with the additions. I think the Bruins are in a good spot. Sweeney addressed exactly what this team needed. Especially with the whole Hall injury, which we're about to get into. Um, yeah. Having Bertuzzi on that third line to cover why Hall's out. We really don't know what is wrong with Hall. But we seem yeah, to I, think he's out the right, rest of the regular season. It was reported by Sakuri Wrights that I think, I don't, I think that's how you say his name. If not, I'm sorry. Um, who is decently tapped into things around Boston, but I don't, I don't know how tapped in that. It was an ACL injury. Number one, as I've said before, I hate when guys do this. If you don't know what someone's injury is, shut up about it. Like, I mean that. Like, just shut up about it. The last thing a guy who's waiting to get, like, a second opinion wants is, like, fans running around saying his ACL's torn. If it is, then he was right and whatever. But I just, I think that if it was, the Bruins would have said something by now. Like, an ACL tear is pretty cut and dry. Like, hey, he's out for the rest of the year. No right, they especially that. considering that tweet said, oh, he's a torn ACL. He'll yeah. be back in two months. Two months. It's like, ah, uh, Sonk? I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and he right, said six weeks. Yeah, Wright did follow up saying, like, I apologize for... They were, these were just rumors I heard. Okay. Yeah. So he's not 100%. He did admit to that's it. That's fair. He did, the, he did the mark all red. After yeah. Ty well, Anderson kind of gave it to him for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just... It's, I mean, everybody should have. Like, yeah. you're, you're a real dunce if you think you're coming back from that type of injury that quick. Yeah. Hell no. It's, it's I mean, it's it's almost as tough as, like, that guy who's all-known or whatever he is who's put out, like, 18 Bruins rumors that have been wrong every time. It's like, people don't realize, like, when you when you put out a rumor and you say it's happening, that these things get back to those guys, and they're not just pixels on the TV. They're actually humans. So now they're, like, freaking out, like, is my life getting up upheavaled? And, like, it's like, dude, if you're credentialed, maybe, like, don't do that, huh? Like, yeah. Like Jacob Locke who wakes up from a nap. Yeah. Like, I'm being traded? <laughs> yeah, what a joke. Like, like, yeah. Oh, it's, sorry. It's I, I was told I'm in the lineup tonight. Such a joke. But let's get off the topic of the Twitter heroes and get into the musical chairs and the defense. Who do you guys think the odd man out is for the playoffs? Or do you think it's all going to be purely game, situation, and matchup dependent? Uh, this is hard. I feel like tonight, you saw tonight's uh, lineup, right? I did not. I have so, not looked at my phone at all today. Yeah. So Clifton is out. And Grizzlick is skating on the third line with uh, Forbert on the right side. The best D lineup I think I've seen yeah. since the, the deadline. So it's Orlov, McAvoy, Carlo, Lindy. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah Forbert, Grizz. I have tough to think that's not the best one, the best possible lineup for us. I, I think that's what we would go with going to the playoffs. Here's a question for you guys Could the Bruins go 7D? If Felino's hurt still, do the Bruins go 7D? Uh, I don't think so. I think you okay. have the depth at forward to cover okay. it. Like you see right now, you have Nozick, Hathaway, and Greer on that fourth line. That's really not a bad fourth line to roll out in the playoffs. Who brings more to a game, Clifton or Greer? 
Tough one, huh? Tough one. I'd say Clifton probably brings more than no sick, but... I think Clifton brings more than all three of those guys. I would say it's easier to run with more defensemen than it is, um, you know, the forwards. Because if you play one forward short, right? Well, shit, it's a terrible, terrible thing that you have to double shift David Posternock or Brad Marchand. Not my point. That's my point. You think Postamine's playing extra in the playoffs? No. I, I just think I I think there's a possibility that we could see it at some point seventy. So when I said that I haven't watched any of the Bruins games since the deadline, that was a little bit of an exaggeration. Like I have watched parts of them, just not like every bit of the games. He's dead. From what I've seen, the Bruins have actually double-shifted Krejci and Pasternak on the power play. They play the first unit and they played the second unit the past couple of games. And now I've recently seen, obviously, the change that you guys talked about with you know Orlov moving to the, the first power play unit. But I foresee these guys getting a lot of double shifts uh, towards the end of the year, to be honest with you. I don't think that... Boston is going to be sitting here, you know, resting players now that they have two of their starters uh, down. They are. I mean, they're going to be resting. I think Krejci both Krejci and Bergeron are going to rest. They've talked about it already. And then Marshawn just came out on the comment about he's still not 100%. Yeah. And he says he was expecting to be feel the way he was last season, but he's like, I'm not there yet. And it was, and it's, it's frustrating him. I don't see him resting, but I think but, that you're going to see Bergeron and Krejci. Pasta's not going to rest. Pasta's trying to get 50 goals. He's not resting. But I mean, maybe you will see Marshawn resting if he needs a night, but I don't think that's what he, I don't he think wants so. to play more. And that's the that's the scary thing when you think about it. Marshawn's a point per game player right now, and he's admitting that he's not even he's like 85 percent. So it's like you get a hundred percent Marshawn going into the playoffs. That's scary. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it it's it's worrisome. I mean, I don't know how much progress he's going to make health wise during this stretch of the season because of how much of a grind it is. If it's pain, then I don't know. But if it's timing, then it, it is going to be ideal because they have a ton of hockey to play. They're playing back-to-back every weekend. So I don't know exactly what it is, but that yeah, is... Yeah, I think it is, is more... It's probably just more timing and, like, yeah, um, comfortableness and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think, like, when he... Comfortability. Really, yeah. Jesus Christ. When you Buddy, see... Come on, now. Sheesh. When you, when you see him playing... He does look a little different, but he's still so nasty. It's like, I don't know. You can tell his time is a little off, but he can still take over a game if need be. And he'll do that down the stretch. I don't really worry about that. Um, I know we talked about Halsey. Do, do you guys have any updates on the Felino injury? No. So the only big thing is just... That boot? Like, yeah, the, the, uh, no, the brace. That was a brace. big brace. Yeah. But like I think it's just like, Holly, you're not going to see Felino the rest of the regular season. And if anything, he's going to be back the first round of the playoffs. I think they're keeping it low-key. I know Felino's still on regular IR, while Hall is on LTIR, so... That's semantics. That. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, Purely I know semantics, I, yeah. because they don't need the cap. If they had, you know, decided to go out and trade for Patrick Kane at the deadline, They'd both be they probably would both be on LTIR right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I do I do look into it a little bit. Like, I think, I think there is a, you know, I guess... Seeing IR versus LTIR, I do think there's a better chance of seeing Bellino, but I don't right. like the fucking brace. With, I mean, I, I can tell you that the brace that he was wearing big is boy brace. Uh, big it's boy not brace. a good sign from what I see people wearing him for. So. Unless there's a sprained knee. They would put him in that for like a sprained knee, but it would have yeah, to be a bad sprain. A bad sprain still not great. 
but there could be a lot of other things there. And again, I don't want to speculate, but you know, seeing seeing people in the day job with things like this, it's uh, definitely not convincing. I know, I know. Here's a good one that I've kind of been thinking about a little bit. Um, Do you guys expect like when we do see Bergeron maybe sit a game or two and Craigie sit a game or two? Do you think we're going to see some of the young guys get called up? And who do you want to see? So yeah, this is the question I wrote down, and I put a lot, I put a lot of thought into it, and it's like, yes, a lot of people want to see like selling everybody, but I don't think we will. No. I think you're still gonna see the same guys we have been, and Locko and McLaughlin, and those type of nope. guys. You don't think so? Nope. Think All of who right. you're gonna sit. Think of who you're gonna sit, and think of where you're at in an organization. Well, I think you're, you're gonna see Johnny Beecher. Well, you're, you're going to see McLaughlin's a center. He, he's not a top tier center, or no, what they're expecting him to be. But but if they need someone just to fill in at center. No, he, he can to play give center. a guy rest. Yeah, yeah, you can move guy. Play center. Shane Bowers and I Johnny know. Beecher. You could see, you could see Bowers. are going to be I, the Beecher, two that come up. I think we'll see Beecher come up. I really do. Either way, he's going to be a black ace. I kind of I kind of hope we see Bowers just because like you know he's the new guy. Not much is really known about him, so. I would love to see him up in Boston and get a good look. I think that. Could I end think up that's being exactly why. Trade. I really it do. It could be. You. I, I really do. He's a first round pick. He, he was, he was picked twenty eighth overall by Ottawa. He's only twenty three. Like he, there's definitely upside there. Yeah, he's you big know. body too. I think he's like six three. So he's what you need in the pipeline. And to get rid of Keith you really, for that. Yeah, yeah like that. your fourth or fifth goaltender in the organization. Like, yeah, he was the one that comes up to Boston, but that was just purely because he had previous NHL yeah. experience, not because they believed that he was the best goalie. Oh, 100%. We watched him get destroyed in Providence. It was bad. We watched him get lit up like a Christmas tree, and poor Kevin was gambling on it. <laughs> don't gamble on the age. No, 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 we don't gamble. We don't gamble. Talking about Kevin, kidding. Will they finish with another good one here? Will they finish with more points or a better goal differential? This question went kind of viral on the Twitski. Um, what do you guys think? More points or goal differential? I'm saying goal differential. I'm going, I think goal I'll, differential. I'll go points. I'll be different. We'll see. See, I, for me, when I looked at the overall calendar that the Bruins had left, when we were trying to find six losses in the rest of the schedule to ruin it for the Bruins to be able to break the record. It was honestly hard to pick six, to be honest with you. And for every win that the Bruins get, you can they only get by two. two points. And they sometimes win by two to but, three. Yeah, and I mean, you look at what? Who was it? Buffalo last week? They won seven to one? Well, shit. There's three games plus right there. Or actually, no, three games on the dot, seven to one, six points. Hot math. Math guy right here. So I'm going to take the differential, Kevin. That's a big game, dude. Yeah, I know. You make a valid point, and you can only get, I mean, they're getting a straight-up win, two points there, like you said. But it's going to be interesting. I'm still going points, but we'll see. Good. Stick to your guns, buddy. Know when to fold them. Know when to show them. Right, Kev? Yeah, know know when to fold them and know when to show them because the Bruins are going to play – Here's just some of the teams. It's Detroit, Detroit, Chicago, Ottawa, Buffalo, Montreal, Nashville, Columbus, St. Louis, Philly, Montreal. 
Yeah. I didn't name yeah. the good, good teams, but there's a lot of crap teams that they're going to play on the way out. That's what you need. That's when you get to see all those stars getting rested. So. No, it's, it's... Just to add this, did you guys see the updated Vezina uh, Trophy tracker? No. Olmark is leading Olmark. 70, 75 points, right? Or votes. Oh, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He had like a 40-point lead or something like that, that right? Really so? 25 point lead. 25? 24-year votes lead, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... It's not even close. It shouldn't be close. So Shout I, out Berkowitz to Zangi that Sturkin wasn't in the top three. Whatever. It is. There's no question about that. He's... No, he was upset about Sorokin, not Shesterkin. I thought, it was I, thought I could be wrong. I saw a lot of hate about that about that uh, tweet. So it was so You know, Russian goaltenders with us is it all gets mixed around. There. Well, guys, let's take a quick pause here from the show and let's talk about our good friends over at DraftKings Sports Book, Boston's sports hometown cook. sports cook. Boston's hometown sports book will be live soon. I've heard rumors that that soon might be tomorrow, right tomorrow, here in Massachusetts. Tomorrow. Bet local on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your home with DraftKings. To celebrate, all new customers will receive up to $200 in bonus bets when you sign up for DraftKings Sportscook. Sportscook, I did it fucking three times. Using code inside the rink. Soon you'll be able to bet local on money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbooks, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with code inside the rink. To get up to $200 in bonus bets when you use mobile sports betting, that's code inside the rink only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, call 800-327-5050 or visit the helpline ma.org to speak with a trained specialist free and confidentially 24-7-21 plus physically present in mass. Eligible restrictions apply. Thank you, DraftKings Sports Cook, for supporting the show. You know, it's like I I felt a little bad like while reading it, and then I think about all the other podcasts I listen to and how often they mess up words and butcher them in the ad reads. I'm like, yeah, I'll be all right. You really are our own Paul Bissonette. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so I'm doing my best. I mean, the amount, to read it. The, the amount of the money issue. I'll spend on uh, DraftKings will yeah, be Yeah, exactly. For I know, yeah. You're going to use code inside the rink. That's going to be cool. I should do that tonight. Yeah, set it up. Set it up. Or you, I don't know. Yeah, either way, you probably do I'm going to open all of them. I'm going to do like that one. No, you're only doing that one. That's the I'm only one kidding. you're doing. That's only DraftKings. Only one you're doing. You know, the premier ones in Mass. They are the premier ones in Mass. I, I actually, I was up in New Hampshire and I tried out the app and um, it was great. Like generally, as someone who bets on sports, like it, it was the best sports betting app, sports betting, I can't talk today, app experience. Jesus, were you app. drinking before the show? I, I wasn't. I, mean, I have a cup of water. I just get home from work. But the, Is that what they call vodka? No, it's, it's water. It's never been more water. But um, I genuinely, this is not because we have a deal with them. I, I love using the app, so I genuinely think it's good. But let's get into a little bit something something that's kind of like the ocean. Like we're Kevin. A little salty. Salted, salty, salty. Like Jake when he got home from work. Salt of the East. Not much here. We got some uh, playoff look division in the wild card. We'll take a look in, see what we're looking at. Um, obviously, like, we recorded right after the deadline, right before the deadline, so there hasn't been a crazy amount of changes. But I will say one thing. 
the East is as tough of a matchup and as close as I can remember it. it like, it really is. I don't... Do you guys remember... When's the last time you remember it was this tight and there were this many actually talented teams? Uh, it's been a little bit. I mean, I feel like the... the Texas Minute, Kev? Yeah, maybe. I feel like the parity in the league and how close the standings are has been getting closer and closer and closer over the past five years. Um, I think that the COVID cap era and having a flat cap really pressed fast forward on a lot of that because teams just don't have the money to go out and you know spend whatever they want to spend. So that really makes it an even playing field for everybody except for you know dumpster organizations down in um, Tempe, Arizona at the college down there. Um, they don't even spend real dollars on half their team. So, so wild. Did you hear Armstrong talking about um, how they like couldn't take money back because they need to save like they need to save money that, that they can take back at the draft? I do. I will say they have the most draft picks in the history of having draft picks. So I don't. As wow. I've said a hundred times, I don't blame general manager. I think Bill Armstrong's a good GM. I don't blame coaching. It's a hundred percent Gary Bettman and ownership. Period. Like, I think they have the right people in that organization. They have good hockey people. If not, no players would even show up to play there. Like, they do have the right hockey people in place. And I know it's a beautiful area to live. That's all fine. The NHL's fumbled that bag. I don't think any of that matters. It doesn't. Like, none of that matters because people will always want to be an Arizona Coyote because they are in the National Hockey League, period. No matter how much of a dumpster franchise it is, their owner is a joke. They're struggling to even have the potential of getting this arena built, which we should probably talk about some other um, fascinating things that are being piggybacked off of this in the expansion slash relocation realm in a minute. But we'll wait for the West for that. We kind of jumped into this. Yeah. Just I'll let you go off on that. I'll let you go off on that when we get there. We'll do that. So right right now, looking at the looking at the playoffs, it, it. I, I want to see the Senators or the Sabres get an I do, but it's going to be tough. I, I just I think it's going to be tough. Like they, it's it's okay. The Islanders are going to fall out. That's what we need have to have. Faith. The Islanders have seventy four points though. And they have played they, three more games. Yeah, they have six more games played. They played the most games in the NHL right now. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great hockey down the stretch. Like Florida can make a quick push too. They very much so can because. They have a guy who is not getting much credit, but um, Matt Chuck, who should be in the MVP conversation, he is willing them along. It's it's bananas. Have you guys looked at his stats? I think last time I did. Can't he, say he was that I have. There. He had like what yeah. seventy something points or something. Yeah, he he is just dragging them along. He has twenty eight goals, fifty three assists, eighty one points. Yeah, and he's doing everything he can. He's plus seventeen. He's just he's he's pulling his weight, that's for sure. But I mean, I doing a lot better than the boys that went to Calgary. It's crazy because the three of us, another hand up, were wrong. Sat there, we were like, "What a win! What a win!" Now looks like Matt's Chuck was worth all that. So just quickly here, out of the blue, and this was just a random text message that I actually just got. Right, so we're we're gonna talk here just quickly about Linus Olmark's goalie goal, real quick, and what that did for the game of hockey. I have a friend who does not watch hockey at all. He is a football guy, right? He just sent me a TikTok and it had a hockey player. And I was like, oh, 
Okay. Lena Solmark scoring a goalie goal on TikTok from NHL Europe. It is reaching people that are not traditional hockey fans. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Linus. Yeah, Anywho. No doubt. It's it's like the Zegris goal. Things like that. The between-the-leg goal that he just scored last it night? Sick. It sick. Sheesh. Did you see the, um, I believe it was either Sportsnet or NHL Network, tried to recreate the goal? No. Um, it was... It was, or maybe it was TNT. It might have been TNT because they had, I thought it was Lundquist in net, like being the goalie and one of their female um, hosts, I can't think of her name right off the top of my head, tried to pull off the move and shoot it between the legs and shot it over the net and Jennifer, like hit the, it's, it's Jennifer, Jennifer Botterill. Botterill. Okay. Jennifer Botterill. Um, I want to give her, hit, her credit. It hit the screen behind uh, the goal and like knocked the screen out of the wall. I just saw it. That was she did fire it. She fired. Yeah, the she shot. ripped it. Did she? She must have played hockey, correct? Did she play hockey? Was, uh, she must have. Yeah, right? she I mean, must have. She's in heels and she's pulling it back between her legs, and she does. I mean, she flicked it. She got a good shot off. So. Yeah. Um, that being said, I mean, like that—that that is not an impossible move to do for sure. Maybe at the NHL level, very hard, but it's not like on dry land that it is doable by someone who plays hockey, for sure. Yeah, Jennifer Bodrill did play hockey. She was on Team Canada. Perfect. You're not crazy. Perfect. I thought so. Yeah, um, me too. The I do it to the eight year olds. Here's a question though. I'm looking at the standings. Do you think one of these Atlantic teams can catch Tampa? No. No. Let me put the standings gap. in front of my face before I speak gap. to that. An eleven point gap and it would have to be probably Florida or Ottawa. Yeah, I don't see it. Ottawa's got the game in hand. So does Sabres. Sabres and Ottawa are literally, to me, the exact, they have the exact oh, same yeah. record. If it's going to be anybody, I think it's going to be probably Ottawa. And fire. Ottawa is on fire. And I think Tampa right now is going to plummet. They're, They're already struggling. Victor Hedman just got hurt and is going to be out. He's at least missing tonight's game. Yeah, we don't know how long or what's going on. And, I mean, I'm looking at the game right now. There's eight minutes to go in the first period, and it's one-to-one, Knights and Lightning. Yeah, that's a good matchup. I don't know if you guys saw the other day, the Lightning actually sat Kucherov, Point, and Stamkos for the third period. And Coop came out and said, 99% of the time, those guys are who you want to help you win a game. Tonight wasn't that night, and he just felt like they needed to be sat. I mean, they they had no shot on and no shots on goal in the second. I think he's a great coach. I, I respect the hell out of that guy. So I believe that was the first period ever that a team got zero shots on goal in a period. Jesus Christ. They did I think that. I heard that somewhere on a radio show this week, yeah, to be honest. I have, I have no idea. They ended up coming back and almost winning that game with those three guys sitting, so But then again, how much how much does this do to them going to three straight Stanley Cups? That's finally catching up with it these is, guys. It is. These guys, dude, they've played so much hockey. They're humans. They're, they're People a dynasty, don't understand They're a that. dynasty of a team. They. Yep. I don't want to play the Lightning. You guys, like, I, if I look at the Atlantic, the team I don't want to play is the Lightning, right? I don't. I don't. No. No. The Leafs. Eh. The Leafs got a lot tougher yeah, at the, the deadline. Leafs, the Leafs are pretty good. I don't. I do respect the Leafs. I'll give you. This that. is I'll the year you. that the Leafs are going to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. Book it. If not, I will so gladly eat crow because I'll be able to point and laugh. So you're gonna say, jump in the snow in your underwear again? We didn't get that the first time. I know. Me and we Kevin were talking about, about it before the show. 
because it's like spitting like sleetish snow, but it's not enough that I can oh, jump into. Get on your pantyhose and jump in. Yeah, but I told Kevin we might need to come up with a little creative way that I can do something else because so far love, the snow is not pulling up. I would love. Ah, no, we're not going to do that. I was going to say we'd have your kids pour a bucket of ice on you for the ice bucket challenge, but we're not put, putting pictures of your kids on our Twitter. And nah. No chance for doing that. So, no. There'd be weird people out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I t- yeah, right away I was like, I take that one back. Way too many weirdos out there. No way I'm condoning that. Um, we'll figure that out. We'll get back to that. Let's talk about Ryan O'Reilly's injury so we can get into the West and I can go eat some dinner and watch the Bruins. Mm. Um, Ryan O'Reilly. Injured, Kevin. Talk about it. Yeah, Broken it? finger. Broken finger. What's he out? Three, four weeks? Four weeks. Four weeks. Yep. And what's really funny, did you actually hear the story behind how this all started to come out? I did not. Um, the Leafs were trying to keep it kind of quiet, and he was at the practice facility, and a fan sniped a picture of him uh, with his finger in uh, one of those little splints like Kevin's clip chip you just saw on screen. Um, <laughs> and uh, the Leafs decided that they were going to come out and have to address it, and they finally uh, made official comments on it later that day. So, interesting little Sad. tidbit there. Yeah, I mean, you always hate to see you go a bunch for a guy in the trade deadline and they get hurt right away. But I know, that's the Leafs' forte, a la Nick Foligno. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think the Leafs are going to make much noise. I watched the game the other night because I bet on them. And they suck. Damn, letting Kevy down in the gambling ring. Hate to hear that. Let's get into that wild, wild west. Because honest with you guys, I tried to just put the game on on my computer during that whole last like one minute there, where you and Kev were talking. And it froze everything, so I have no idea what anyone said. But Wild Wild West, let's get into it. We got a so, playoff. Oh, the playoff outlook and division, Kev. You can take. What do you want? Wait, 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 wait. You got to go to the spicier topic first. It just happened today. I know. Or got but, official but this, today. But this is all going to lead into this. No, no, no. You're so tell weird. me, tell Fine. me. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Kevin, it's your boy. I've lived in a hole for the last I know. Oh, Krill Kaprasov. What's up? Yeah. So. Krill the Thrill Dollar Bill. Uh, Krill's going to be out three to four weeks. My man's just down with it. What does he have? The vid? No. He's down he, with he, it. He, <laughs> no, he, it, it was weird. He took like an awkward fall, and now he's out three to four weeks. Oh, like he literally fell down and got it. That's no, no. It was, my, like, it was like my during the game. Kaprasov to miss. Three to four weeks with lower body injury. The Wilds will call <laughs> up Sammy Walker. Come it's, on down. Sammy Walker goal, baby. Let's go. Oh. No, but it was, like a, it was it was just an awkward collision. Like, he was going down, and then like, I put him down, and then his leg just went under him. and It didn't look good, but they weren't really sure. When I wrote this, they weren't sure how long he was going to be out, and then they announced three to four weeks. Which leads us into the uh, the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs, picture. and it, we're gonna tie this right up, and I'm gonna announce it this way: Are the Jets pretender pretenders? I just saw the Jets are in fourth place in their division, and it just turned my head around sideways. They were in first place the last time I took a long look. Oh golly! Right, wow. and that's the thing. The Western Conference playoffs is really popping off here. So we'll start in the Central because that's that's the thing. Nothing in the West is set. 
unlike in the East, you pretty much have your top three division people. In the West, anything can happen. So we're looking at the Central. Dallas and Minnesota are tied at 81 points apiece. Dallas has that game in hand. And then you have Colorado coming in at third with 76 points. And they have three games in hand on Minnesota and two on Dallas. Which leads me in. Can Minnesota survive without Kaprizov? Yeah. No. Yes. They already no. struggled to score it is, so yeah. I'm going to say right. no. Yeah. And now you lose a guy that has 39 goals. 16 of that came on the power play. It's tough because your next leading score is 22, and then one other person has 20. And that's his line mate, Matt Zuccarello, has 20. So yeah, it's and a lot tough. Of those are coming because of how dynamic he is. Those aren't just like Zuccarello. Exactly. <laughs> it's That's the chemistry those two have. Like, they're best friends. Like, are they? So, they're besties? Yeah, they're besties. Huh. Interesting. Certified besties. I'm itching my can. So. <laughs> Well, I don't think Minnesota's going to make a push for the top spot in the Central. I think they may be able to ward off Winnipeg, who they have six points on. But that's where I think Winnipeg's pretenders. They're right now in the second wild card spot. So. <laughs> they were in first place the whole year. It's so crazy yeah. how close the West really is. The West, it's like... I. And they've got some injuries. I think uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois uh, yeah, just, just recently got injured. Uh, in Winnipeg, so. But I mean, he doesn't want to play there anywhere, anyway. So I'm sure yeah, he's we'll not too broken up about it. Imagine the Jets fall out of the playoffs and the Flames fall in. There's no. a chance. There's a yeah. chance. I mean, no. you have four points. There is. There's a four point difference. That's two. And Nashville's still in it, man. They're sneaky. Yeah, I mean, they really are. I don't like. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great race to the playoffs. I'm excited to watch. I'm gonna watch a lot of not just Bruins games down the stretch because it's gonna yeah. be a playoff. But even closer, if you look at the Pacific, you have Vegas at number one with 82 points, the Kings with 82, Seattle with 80, and then you have Edmonton with 78. Dude, what are the Ducks doing? Have the Ducks been winning games? I know they got a yeah. minus mm-hmm. 100 goal differential, but they're not even they're out of the basement. Yep, what are they've they been winning. Doing? Don't let Bedard. Well. I mean, if you look at it, though, it's with the Blackhawks. I don't Chicago is 49, San Jose 50, Ducks 51. So if the Chicago Blackhawks get Connor Bedard, I may cry. Oh, my God. If Columbus like, hey, and their 47 how about another points get Bedard. I don't mind him going to Columbus. Yeah, it's really going to screw up the Kevin Hayes chemistry there, but we'll see. Yeah, I know. I, I heard big time he's going there. He's going. Which there makes sense, hockey. right? Of course it makes Look sense. who's there. Of course it makes sense. His best friend's there. Yep. Yeah, so... Kevin Hayes is still the... a good player. I don't like it. He's still a good player. He just doesn't work with... Sorry, Kevin. Sorry. Let us not interrupt. You, yeah, yeah. Us Take what... us through some more, my friend. No, I was going to say... We're just going to let you cook. I can tell that you're loving it and you're digging today, it. Dude. You're, wait, t- you've been cooking, man. Let's give Kevin a round of applause. Kevin, yeah, oh, like, you've been awesome, Kevin, dude. being represented by the DraftKings sports cook, is straight up cooking it today. Using he that didn't big even dog energy. He didn't even flinch or giggle when Jake was trying no, to talk about itching his cankle. Yeah, you're locked in. Dude. You just were cooking, baby. I don't like credit words. Do like you? You've by far been the first star. I I think Connor and I can share third star. I don't know if either of us deserve second, but you've been the first star by far, man. Nice job carrying the weight today, dude. Nice Kevin, job. you're blushing. Kevin! Relax. 
It's but, not. It's not often I have my moments, but today's been one. Yeah. No. But I know yeah, no. I I did make the topic list, so I was kind of a little, little background. Oh, nice topics. spectacles, my guy. Uh, no, but just back into the Vegas situation. Like Vegas, they're sitting on top spot with 62, 82 points, but they don't have a. They don't have yeah, a but their coach sucks. They got quick. They got quickie. What yeah, but they have no one else. Dude, John else quick, is hurt. Jonathan Thompson, quick, if you let Hale. him cook, he gets hot. Yeah, but his numbers suck. Yeah, he, they did last year. <laughs> if you let him playoffs, cook in the first and second right period, and then he just, it's like he gets geriatric in the third. Geriatric in the third. That was good. That was good. That was good. I like that, Kev. I don't know, guys. I think this wraps it up for me. I don't know if you guys want to keep it going, but I, you guys got anything else? Go Seattle, baby. Um, Seattle is a dark horse. Yep. Watch Seattle's them. good. I think Seattle's Seattle good. can make a push all the way. They sneaky. They sneaky. You guys got anything else on that? Just wait till I got... buy my tentacle. Housekeeping. <laughs> Housekeeping time. For everybody who's watching us on YouTube, thank you for watching us on YouTube. Please subscribe to the Inside the Ring channel so you don't miss anything from us. We are going to bring back more Bruins prospect interviews later this month. So be prepared for that. Um, also, if you're listening to us on a podcast, please like, subscribe, leave us a rating, maybe throw us a comment, show us some love. That is a great way to show your support to us without even spending a dime. If you like to spend dimes, nickels, pennies, merch, merch, baby, you can find it on the inside the rink slash cue the duck so boats. Times we're going to release new cool merch. We have to get together and actually do it. We're working on it. It's not just us. We have bigger things to work with. But to wrap our show up today, Jake, give me a bet for this weekend. A bet for this weekend. Okay. Just give it's going to be second. Formula One because he's No, weird. it's not going to be Formula no. One. So I why, why my issue with Formula guard. One is Max Verstappen is just uh, – or big F1 fan. Max Verstappen and his car are so fast that it's just – I don't know that gambling on F1 is going to be that great right now. Until the sports books move forward and they just take him, what they'll do at a certain point in the year, they do bets without Max Verstappen, which is nice. So you get to bet second place and back, so that's pretty helpful. But hmm. then again, still not like – Interesting. So yeah. while Jake pulls up the schedule, I'll offer you guys my little parlay cafe for Sat- for Saturday, March 11th. We got to tweet them out. We got to be better with social yeah, media. Yeah, we do. I do apologize. Social. We're but, busy guys. Like, there's no doubt about it. But for me, hopefully this is wins. You know, we can all use a little dub. But I'm going the Bruins over the Red Wings money line. And I'll parlay that with the New York, New Jersey Devils money line against the Montreal Canadiens. A little Bruins, Devils, money line, parlay. Probably won't be the greatest odds, but, you know, sometimes you get that little plus 120, get one unit, get that little partial unit back. So it's always nice having something. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I'm just sending Garth a little message here. I, I forgot. I, I was trying to get Garth tickets to the um, to the Red Wings-Bruins game on Saturday. I emailed my guy again and got no answer. So I'm assuming what the Bruins have done is they're not allowing – oh, I just got a cramp, leg cramp. The Bruins aren't letting their season ticket holders sell their tickets for, like, their no-fee retail price. The Bruins are buying them and marking them up. So shout out the Bruins. Um, so they can't sell their season tickets on the secondary market? They can't. So the season ticket holders sell their tickets through ticket reps, and I have a connection with one. So, like, I get my tickets directly through them without fees or anything and at face mm-hmm. value prices. The issue is the Bruins aren't letting that happen. 
So I don't know what's going on, but I know they. But you know, could a season ticket holder still just go yes, and sell them on yes. Ticketmaster? I would oh, assume okay. most definitely. Yeah, it seems like a breach of contract. If not, I'm going to give you guys something here. I'm going to go with. Um, ooh, ooh, wait. There's some really good games. I got something for you. Instead of wins and losses, we're going to go with. It's it should be six and a half, probably in both of these. Uh, five and a half or six and a half. I'll play it all the way up to six and a half. I'm going to parlay the Oilers Maple Leafs over with the Golden Knights Hurricanes over. I think a lot of goals will be scored in both those games. I like that. I do yeah, like that. I think goals galore. I think that kind of wraps it up for us, boys. This was a great recording. Great to see both of you. And let's go watch the Bruins and enjoy the rest of our night. Mm-hmm.